Here the old gods are dead. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, this is a creepy bee podcast. I'm Rebecca with Liam. Hi, I was holding my breath because I didn't want to ruin the five seconds of silence we have to do at the start of the episode. <laughs> so, like, no, I'm lethargic. Um, anyway, <laughs> what you been saying this week, Liam? Oh, let me tell you, Sahin. Uh, I went to see House of Gucci. I shit like everyone shot on that film, and I think Gaga got snubbed for the Oscar. I believe today yeah but um i enjoyed it i like nothing happened nobody moved but like i couldn't stop watching it and like the whole thing was just the most elaborate cigarette advert like they made smoking look like the thing to do the kid to be which is probably bad but like also i was like i'm gonna i'm, I'm like johnson for a stolen jewel like after that you know <laughs> like i just it was good i will say um Gaga sounded more like an Eastern blocker than an Italian, so that's probably why she got snubbed. Like, come on, Melania. <laughs> Did you know Melania Trump is a Taurus? Material girl. <laughs> Material Like, that girl. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. When I went to see House of Gucci, I did hear a migraine when I went to see it, so, like, I maybe wasn't in the right headspace <laughs> to be in the cinema. I think because I had seen Dune the same week, I was like, oh. all right. Because I have, like, Odeon Limitless, so I just go to the cinema whenever. Oh, but I was just like, this is not the week for me to be seeing, like, films that are near tight 90. Yeah. And I was, I, again, was begging for it to end. But I don't think it was, like, anything to do with the content of the film because I didn't... I've never seen a bad film, apart from Dune. Yeah. Like, I yeah. like every film that I see. Um, but House of Gucci, I was like, please, please put me in my misery. But I think that might have just been like uh, an environmental thing and a physical thing rather than the actual content of the film. Yeah. Circling back to June, I know we've displayed it twice already. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> there have been people that have been saying to me that I didn't understand it. I did not not understand it. I have really good media literacy. The thing is, like, I watched, like, the campy, like, 80s one as well, which was so much better. Got the whole story out in such a short time. And this was so funny. And then with this one, the soundtrack, again, 
bears repeating incredible bagpipes for no reason go off queen yep love love however the film was so slow paced and then like you don't know that it's going to be like uh i'm guessing like probably a trilogy or like at least uh what's it like a duology is that like two i don't know is that is that true it's very true uh yeah anyway like you don't know that going into the cinema when you see it like on opening week and then you get like two hours in and you're like oh no i've not seen zendaya yet I'm going to have to watch another one of these. <laughs> like, it's 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 not so much that the film is terrible in of itself. It's just the fact that I sat for three hours thinking, I now have to see another one, you know? They did a three-hour-long advert for the next film. Yes! Oh, my God. It was just an extended trailer. All the plot that came in that film came... That c- could have been summarised in about 20 minutes. Like 30, yeah. Yeah, literally. They should have just maybe have to made it into a series. Yeah. Yeah, oh my god, but then they wouldn't have got like Ailey. HBO are spinning. Oh. <laughs> they never fucked Game of Thrones. Oh my god. It's been a while since yeah. we spoke about Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Our shtick. <laughs> Time to open up the wound. Oh. I keep seeing videos like um, recommended videos on TikTok, and it's like, oh, here's all these gid clips for Game of Thrones. And I'm like, right, whatever, it still fucking hurts. Yeah. Every time I see a gid clip, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll rewatch it. And then, like, I remember. I keep seeing Daenerys fan cams. And I'm like, who is me? me? <laughs> who is out there spending their time? Like, get a job. No offense. <laughs> but also, I watch every single one of them. So, <laughs> like, maybe I should get a job. Um, anyway, what have you been doing this week? Um, this weekend, I was in Glasgow and I seen the lovely, lovely Liam and we went on a little date. Aww, he sounds um, hot. <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> and then I went to, and then continued the best day of my life by <laughs> by going to a Taylor Swift club night in Slay. Slay. <laughs> like I'm no joking because initially because I went with my girlfriend and I was like initially kind of didn't want to go and then eventually like dragged myself to go and uh, did honestly the best night of my life like in a room for like not a straight person in sight. Wow. Holding on to a bunch of women just screaming it all too well to each other. <laughs> they played all too well three times. <laughs> Wait, how many? And every time, like, folk were like standing with like their Snapchats up, we like writing on the screen, being like, play all too well. <laughs> <laughs> was it so good. the 10 minute version every time, or were some of them the shorter ones? No. Uh, they did do a shorter one in the middle, but the first time the 10 minute long all too well came on, I had just went to the bar. <laughs> Uh, and uh, like my girlfriend came running to find me and I was like get these drinks <laughs> right now <laughs> it was so good though it was so good like because I was feeling a wee bit shit this week like mentally because I'm currently like at my work I only have two other colleagues and they're away <laughs> in another country and I'm like in an office by myself like all week and they speak to anybody so I was getting a wee bit I was getting a wee bit depressed all work and no honest. play makes Becca a dull girl literally literally wait 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 what's the homer simpson one no something no something no something make oh no beer no tv makes homer something something (laughs) go crazy don't mind if i do (laughs) (laughs) literally me sat in this office where i still am currently um but i was like feeling really depressed like last week and then seen liam and then went to this taylor swift night and my brain just did a factory reset hot so I would recommend that for anybody out there to go to a Swift to get in. 
if there's one in your local Swift area. Again. You'll catch me at the next one. It's not <laughs> called Swift Again. Shut The one that I went for wasn't called Swift Again. Mine was just called a red party. Um, but if you creepy wee podcast, uh, meet up at the next one. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, that was that was my week. Have you got a wee mailbox moment? Oh, I have a mailbox moment. Okay, so this one goes out to Stephen, or some of you may know the artist Stephanie Banks. Um, this was by far the funniest, most twisted, and most disturbed thing I've ever read. Well, not most disturbed <laughs> thing I've ever read, but like it was just bizarre, but like I was hooked. So, setting the scene teenagers, back when this person was in high school, they were like, they used to do like Ouija boards, um, like basic, your basic parlor game, and then like they were, they were getting bored of it. It wasn't giving them that thrill anymore like in their friend's bedroom, and their friend's mom hated them doing it. So then their next logical progression from that was they were like, let's do blood Oh my god! So they would light candles and sit in a circle around one of their friends, and then um, they put a ring of salt around her and got her to like, I don't know if it was actually her uh, B-word, uh, but flick it at a mirror, hoping that she would like see a ghost. Shut up. Shut yeah. Up. And the best bit is, like, after they had done it, there was still, like, salt on the carpet. And their friend's mum, who hated them doing the um, Ouija board, uh, would come upstairs. No, came upstairs. Uh-huh. And then she came into the room and was like, what's that on the carpet? And, like, I would have to hand it to them, being, like, teenagers and coming up with this so fast. They said it was carpet cleaner. I would never have thought of that. Like you know it's that shaken back, mum. Yeah, that that's literally shaken back. I couldn't remember the name of it. That's the exact. <laughs> and I was I'm so shocked at how clever that was. I can't lie. Um, but we have my jaws literally on the floor. <laughs> yeah, my real takeaway from that is um, sometimes get help. <laughs> that's insane. Um, what age were they? What age were they when this was? Oh, I want to. I think like fifteen or something, or maybe it wasn't even. Yeah, that just long. go to a youth club or something. Yeah. <laughs> go to the Hilton Community Centre and play pool. That's what all the cool. Kids. Oh yeah, go to a field and drink. Like, yeah. Oh wait, no, not if it. Minors should not drink. I would like to put it on record that I forgot that I said fifteen. I thought I said eighteen, and that is why I said go to a field and drink legally. That is what I thought. Um. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> so this is the this is Stephanie Banks of There's a Ghost in Here. Thing. Yeah, there's a ghost in here. Mayhaps, <laughs> mayhaps. I'll put that video on our Instagram because it's my my favourite video. Yeah. I'm not joking. One of the best Twitter videos of all time. It got paid dust too. Anyway, paid dust. <laughs> speaking of dust, fairy dust. Um, <laughs> today's episode is uh, Scottish fairy tales. Becca, I would like to hand it over to you, who hath prepared a reading. Okay, we'll take a wee break and then come back and I'll tell you a wee Scottish fairy tale. So this fairy tale is based in Norway, but it is a Scottish fairy tale. So it starts in Norway a long time ago. There lived a lady who had three daughters. The oldest of them Sorry. said to her mother... Mother, bake me bread and roast me meat, for I'm away to seek my fortune. Sorry. <laughs> and if I, 
turned around to my mum and said that. She was like, fuck off. <laughs> uh, but, but the mother did. And then her daughter went away to the nearby old witch and asked to see her future. And the old wife made her stay that day and told her to look at the back door and see what she was due. So on the first day, nan hams. And then on the second day, nan hams. <laughs> but on the third day, she looked at it again and saw a coach and six horses coming along the road. So she runs back in Sorry. and tells the wife what she saw. And the old wife goes, well, that's for you. So <laughs> so she gets in the coach and they gallop off. I assume that there is a prince in the coach, but I read like four different versions of the story and it doesn't say it. Could, it could well just be an empty horse. She horse just got into <laughs> Whatever happened, when did we as a society develop the sense of stranger danger? Because this fairy tale has got me alarmed from the get-go. <laughs> oh, wait, it gets, it gets progressively worse. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> um, sure. The girl that got into a carriage that she had no idea who was in, it got worse for her. Wow. <laughs> Shock. Well, the second daughter, who's obviously jealous at this point, goes to her mum. Mum, bake me bread and roast me meat, for I'm away to seek my fortune. <laughs> her mother does that. And away she went to see the witch, as her sister had done. And on the third day, she looked out the back door, and lo and behold, a coach and four comes along the road. And the witch goes, well, that's for you. So they took her in and away they went. <laughs> and then the third daughter <laughs> says to her mum, Mother, bake me bread and roast me meat or I'm away to seek my fortune. And her mother does that and away she went to see the witch as well. And she's made to look at the back door and see what she could see. And on the first day, she saw nothing. On and the then on second the second day, day none. she saw nothing. <laughs> Give her... <laughs> what is that meme? Go off, girl. Give us nothing. <laughs> go, girl. Wait, what is it? Um, yeah, it's something like that. You go, girl. Give us nothing. No, go, girl. Give us nothing. Go, girl. Give us nothing. It's uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. So anyway, so on the third day, she looks again, and coming down the road, she sees a black bull, <laughs> and the witch goes, "Well, that's for you." <laughs> And then Malazzi's like so distraught with grief and terror by seeing this <laughs> that she doesn't want to go. But the old wife picks her up and puts her on the <laughs> So uh, the bull and her travel for miles and miles until the girl grows faint with hunger. And the bull turns around and goes, because he can speak, eat out of my right ear and bring her out of my left ear. <laughs> what? And she did this. And she was refreshed. Okay, what this game? This is why I read the story because that seems so fucking minging. <laughs> I just like the infection. Yeah, well, I, can that bit in Trek where he like pulls wax easier and like like uh, handle? That's yeah. what it reminded me. I'm like, she's well eating his earwax. You know that actually made me feel violently sick as a child. Like that scene in Shrek. I don't know why, but I was just Same. like so delicate and young, and I just couldn't deal with the horror of Shrek making I... an earwax candle. Do you know they actually made an earwax candle? Like scientists or someone? I don't know. Maybe not scientists made a candle out of earwax, and it did burn. That feels like something somebody on Reddit did. It looked disgusting. <laughs> oh, well, that scene in Shrek used to terrify not... me too. Like I could deal with everything in Shrek apart from that. <laughs> no, but Shrek's like absolutely terrifying. But there's some gross scenes in it. Do you anyway. know what? Do you know what scene I loved is the one where they like blow the balloon 
out of like the the oh the frog the frog and the snake and then i got a pet snake and i was like i won't do that to you but is it possible (laughs) (laughs) obsessed with fiona let's just if we're all imagining the lassie that's in this um it's fiona let's just all picture her as being as mrs fiona charming anyway so she eats it easier and then drinks it easier, and she's refreshed. So they get gone again, and they ride for miles and miles until they see a large castle in the distance. And the bill goes, yonder we must be this night, <laughs> for my elder brother lives yonder. And I was like, what the fuck does yonder mean? But it just means... Over there. We, mu- we must travel far. Right, anyway. <laughs> it's almost Susie Dent. I was like, yonder, etymology. <laughs> um, so they go to the castle, and they put the bill in a field for the night, and the older brother takes the girl in and she gets to stay in a nice fancy room. Mm-hmm. And then in the morning, the bro's brought back to the castle and they take the lady to a fine shining parlour and they give her an apple and they tell her not to break it until she's in the greatest peril possible and that'll bring oh. her out yet. Wait, pause. Was it the bull's brother? Yeah, but he's human. He's not a bull. So again, she's lifted on the bull's back and they rode far, far away and then they came in sight of an even bigger castle and the bull said to her, yonder we must be this night, for my second brother lives yonder. And they get to the castle, and the second brother lifts her down and takes her in, and then they send the bull away to a field for the night. And then in the morning, they take the lady to a fine and rich room, and they give her the finest pair she's ever seen, bidding her not to break it until she's in the greatest strait any mortal could be in, and that'll get her out of it. So the next morning, she's lifted one of the bulls back again, and away they went, until they come in sight of the largest and farthest off castle that they've ever seen yet. Mm -hmm. And the bull says, We must be yonder tonight, for my younger brother lives yonder. I love that the youngest brother's got, like, the biggest, fanciest Yeah, I want that for me, as the youngest (laughs) sibling. So they get to the castle... They lift her down off the bill, take her in, send the bill to a field for the night, and in the morning, they take her into a room, the finest of all, and they give her a plum, and they mm. tell her not to break it until she's in the greatest strait a mortal could ever be in, and that'll get her out of it. They bring the bill back home, put the lady on his back, and away they go. Aww. They ride until they come to a valley made of glass, where they stop, and the bill says, here you must stay until I go and fight the old one. You must seat yourself on that stone and move neither hand nor foot till I come back or else I'll never find you again. And if everything around you turns blue, I'll have beaten the old one. But should all things turn red, he'll have conquered me. What is the old one? I was like, because it it's Norway where this is set is Norway. So I was yeah. like, oh, is that like fucking Odin or Loki or something? Yeah. But I read like multiple versions of this story and I think it's just... The bog standard devil, but the most popular version of this story is anglicised oh. and like Christianized. So I'm gonna say like old evil god. Yeah. I dare really want to go for the Satan kind of vibe. So let's just say it's like a big scary Norse giant. Yeah. Because I think that is what it should have been in the original one after doing some research. So she sits down on the stone and she waits and waits and everything around her turns blue. Mm. And she's overcome with joy because her bestie the bull. Because oh. they're besties now, because they've spent like... Yeah, they've spent like, like actually does... decades together at this point. Yeah, like, I think they're like really good pals. So she's overjoyed for the bull, and uh, she twitches her foot. And then the bull, the bull comes back and sought for her, but he could never find her. 
So she sits on the rock and she cries and cries until she's weary. And then eventually, it's like for days she sits there crying because she misses him. Uh, and then at last she gives up and goes away. The plum girl, the plum. <laughs> oh, wait, the plums and the pears and the apples are coming. Right. So she wanders until she comes to a great hill of glass and she tries and tries and tries to climb it, but she's no able. So she wanders around the base of the hill, sobbing and seeking passage over until at last she somebody hears her cries and she sees a blacksmith come at his house, just sitting at the bottom of this hilly glass and don't know if business is booming there, but <laughs> that's what <it> is. <laughs> in this empty valley of glass. So the smith promises if she would serve him for seven years, yeah. he would make her an, a pair of iron shoes so she could climb out of the glassy hill. And she does it. <laughs> so she for works. seven years? For seven years, she works to for get one, pair, one of shoes. pair of boots. <laughs> this um. is a criticism on capitalism. Yeah. Um, Labour exploitation. Yeah, that's a sweatshop. Like... So, for <laughs> seven years, she does it, though, because she needs to climb up this hill to make a deal with God. <laughs> <laughs> the Kate Gushification of Scottish fairy tales. I really want to listen to Heart of Glass by Blondie now. Like that's my takeaway from this story so far. So she climbs out of the hill in her big iron boots, like she's in Zelda or something. And then she happens upon the witch's cottage where she had been at the start of this story. All that to be uh, back where you started. <laughs> I, literally, she could just walk back to her own house if she's yeah, well, like, because the witch was like nearby. So like, she could just go and call it a day and be like, "Mum, well, I tried to marry you, but I lost him." <laughs> and her mum would be like, "Sorry, what?" <laughs> um, so she goes into the witch's house and she's told by the witch that there is now a gallant young knight there. Obviously, seven years has fucking passed at this point and a few months. Um, so a gallant knight is in the witch's house and he came in in clothes that were covered in blood and he said mm-hmm. that whoever washed them was to be his wife and the old witch had washed them until she was tired and then she even set her daughter about it but both washed and washed and they couldn't get any of the stains out. Damn, he must have been hot if they washed for that long. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the original version of the story, the young lassie's mums are washerwomen. Some of you just Take them oh. to your ma, but then our mum would have to marry the knight. So. Banshee moment. Um, uh. <laughs> so, in our last resort, we set the lassie to work, and when she washed, the stains came out pure and clean. But mm-hmm. the old witch takes the clays and makes the knight believe that it was her daughter that had washed the clothes. So, the knight and the eldest daughter are to be married, mm-hmm. and the lassie, Princess Fiona, is so distracted with the thought yet because she's so deeply in love with him. Like she's been at the door and has seen him and like kind of feels like a connection, even though there's just a vibe. She got a vibe. She's an yeah. empath. She felt <laughs> it. Aww. Do you believe, do you believe in love at first sight? Uh yeah. <gasps> Another Kylie Minogue song. We're really hitting it. <laughs> I just realized that this could be a Valentine's Day special. Oh, unintentionally but let's make it intentionally banging so the knight and the eldest daughter are to be married uh, and the lassie's so upset by this that she takes the apple and she breaks it and she finds that it's filled with gold and precious jewellery the, oh, the richest she's ever seen 
I would have just boosted. Yeah, I would be like, I'm buying that castle the youngest brother had now, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm your girl. Yeah. <laughs> I want another poop. Um, so continue. she goes She goes up to the, the daughter and she's like, I will give you all of these jewels on the condition that you put off your marriage for one day and allow me to go into his room alone at night. <laughs> and the lady's like, she's like looking at this pile of gold and she's like, one night? Alright. <laughs> I would have I done the same. I would have done the same. And she was right for that, but she probably made a mistake as we're about to find out. She's confident in the one day thing. So the lady consents and puts off her marriage for one day. But meanwhile, the old witch has prepared a sleeping potion and has given it to the knight and he's drank it. And he's he doesn't wake up again until the next morning. But all mm-hmm. night, the princess Fiona is at his bedside and she's crying and she's singing a song don't worry I'm not going to sing it but she says because mm. she's caught a vibe and she kens that it's the bull <laughs> but now he's in human form so she's like seven long years I have served for thee the glassy hill I have climbed for thee the bloody clothes I have rang for thee and will thou not waken and turn to me and he doesn't wake up because obviously he's been absolutely drugged this was actually cut out of the song Cardigan by Taylor Swift <laughs> uh. <laughs> so Next day, she and you know what... Oh, for fuck's sake. Right. <laughs> you know that. You know that video of the girl. <laughs> you know that video Oh of my the god, girl. the Titanic video. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> right, I'm, I'm going to keep that right in. Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> the next day she doesn't care what today and she's so stressed that she takes the pear and she breaks it and she finds it filled with jewellery that is far richer and more beautiful than the contents of that of the apple. So with these jewels, she bargains for permission to be the wedding to be put off for a second night and to spend another night in the man's chamber. But the old wife had given him another sleeping drink. She's really just roofing the fuck out of this man. So, um, all night she's singing and crying as she had before, but still he slept and she had nearly lost hope altogether. But that day, uh, when he was out hunting, somebody had asked him what noise and moaning they had heard all the night before in his bedchamber. Um. He said, "I, I have heard no noise. But they assured him there was, and he was resolved to keep awake that night to try and see what he could hear. Mm -hmm. So on the third night, the girl was in despair again, and she broke the plum, and it held the far richest jewellery of the free. And she bargained as before, and the old wife took in the sleeping drink to the young young knight's chamber. But he told her that night that he couldn't drink it without a sweetener in it. So she goes away to get some sweet and low. <laughs> whilst, whilst she she's away, um. the guy, um, the guy, like pours it on the ground or whatever, and is like, "Oh, it doesn't matter. I've drank it." So they all go to bed again, and then the damsel comes in and she starts singing like a wee siren by his bedside, and he hears her and he turns to her and she tells she weeps and weeps and is so happy that he's turned round and she tells him everything that's happened to her. She spilled uh, the tea. And he, oh, he spilled yeah, the and tea. Then, <laughs> <laughs> he spilled the tea. Um, and then he turns to her and tells her all that had happened to him. Uh, the curse that had been put on him by the old one and how he had to kill the devil in order for this, the spell to be broke and how he had searched for her for seven years but couldn't find her oh. and then he orders for the old witch and his do- and her daughter to be burned alive 
and uh, and then him and Princess Fiona were married, and uh, he and she are living happily ever after to this day. For I would know, because that's every every version of this fairy tale I hear. They say that they live happily ever after. For I should know. Oh, so you're you're her. This is you. Uh, Yeah, I must be. (laughs) (laughs) I must be. I must be Princess Fiona. Because every time I read it, I'm like, oh. It's like a wee old wifey wrote that, like on her deathbed or something. Yeah, cute. Aww, it, Titanic vibes. Oh my god, it's been how many years? 84? 48, 76? 84 years. 84 years. 84. I, I've still not fully seen Titanic ever in my life. I was listeners send off in the comments. Were you obsessed with Titanic as a child? Especially gay gay listeners. Were you obsessed with Titanic as a child? WLW. Titanic. My. My best pal when I was wee, Brandon, he's he's queer, and me, him, and my sister were all <laughs> And there's a couple of other gay guys that I can that were like can like between the ages of like six and ten that were obsessed with Titanic too. I missed that. Queer experience. How did I miss that? I was obsessed with it when I was younger, and my mum must have been buzzing because that film's like a bit four years long, and me and my sister <laughs> would like watch it. For the whole thing, wouldn't he pause it on tape? And my mum must have been like, fucking bless, you can watch that all you want. Like, I don't care if there's a sex scene in it. Like, <laughs> anyway. um, yeah. So, this fairy tale, because every other, like, Grimm's fairy tales, and then the is it Hans Christian Andersen, like, their fairy tales always hear, like, a morally the story kind of thing, but, like, there's no really that here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess, like, don't drug people to sleep or they do have the right to burn you to death. That's the moral. Tea. Tea. I'll go along with that. <laughs> it's, it's just very much Sleeping Beauty meets Cinderella. Meets it was Peg the Patriarchy Sleeping Beauty because she was the, like, she was, like, the prince and he was the damsel of distress to a certain extent. Jamie. Yeah, I know what the versions they call her the damsel, and I think I've said it once. Um, but I do not believe that. Like she's she's the hero of this tale. <gasps> Daphne Blake, who's who's the damsel in distress now? When she, you know, the scene. Dear listeners, <laughs> the guy. Were you, yeah, dear listeners, were you obsessed with the scene where Daphne punches the wrestler through the roof? <laughs> Signed off in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Gay culture. That is the lovely little story, the Black Bully Norway. Um, you can find this in like all Scottish folktale books. Basically, my main source is just a book called Scottish Folktales. There is no author because I think it's just a collection of stories. Yeah. Um, that's just being compiled Recounted. together by a publishing company. Oh. Uh, I got it for two ninety nine at a war store. That's how much it costs to run this show. <laughs> <laughs> Those pennies add up. I was googling though, because obviously there is a lot of repetitions, a threes, and mm-hmm. so there's like three sisters, and then it repeats the like what each one of them does. Yeah, and the three brothers as well. But it goes, it goes through like the sequence, like one, two, three, one, one two, two three. three. And I googled. I was like, why are fairy tales repetitive? Because we were going to do another fairy tale next week, and I was like, nah, fuck that, I can't do this. Uh, <laughs> but their fairy tales are repetitive because they were handed in orally, so in order to make people remember them, they were written rhythmically. Oh, I thought it was just like, kids are stupid. 
so like they won't be able to remember a lot. No, it's oral traditions. It's like the same like uh, mind when you used to read poetry in school. It's so much easier to remember it because it's in a pentameter. So yeah, or like all- alliteration, beloved sweetheart. But oh wait, no, that's not alliteration. Um, but like something shocking anyway (laughs) for the girls Carol and Debbie if you're out there (laughs) I'm sorry about what I said last week I'm not (laughs) me neither I take it back you plagiarize I said what I said said. Um, that's that's it next week we're going to be back to normal format and it's going to be an ooky spooky story that everybody will be quite excited to hear. It's going to be about the Flannan Isles lighthouse mystery. Don't Google it. So you're shocked Don't when Google. we. <laughs> so you're Don't, shocked Google when we Don't watch the lighthouse. <laughs> 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 or do, because it's not related. And if you want to see Robert Pattinson wank on screen. <laughs> Have you seen it? No. Have you seen the lighthouse? Oh my I've God. been meaning to watch it, and now you've sold well, me on it. So <laughs> Robert Pattinson pulls the patch. And like he's actually done it. Hey, that's the thing. Like he's a method actor, and I think he's done that before in other films. Yeah, <laughs> like he's he's like, no, I'll do it. I'll get my goggle. <laughs> Please, and he's like, no, Robert, you don't, don't, like, can... don't Robert. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, rate and review on iTunes and Spotify or wherever else you listen. Five stars or nothing else. Yeah, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah, T. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the Creepy Wee Pod, Instagram at the Creepy Wee Podcast, and if you was want to send us in any stories you're in for us to read it at the start, you can send that to our Gmail, the Creepy Wee Podcast at gmail dot com, or you can just message us on Instagram or Twitter, and we'll read it. Okay. What are Thanks. you waiting Bye. for? Huh? What are you waiting for? <laughs> what? We got done for um, copyright, so I have to do this myself now. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.